Welcome to There is a Season, the show that's always been about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. Gloria's off today, but like any time she's away, we certainly miss her here. Today is a special day in that it marks 13 years that There is a Season has been on the air. That's over 650 shows. And taking out some of the encore presentations, the reruns, it still means somewhere north of 530 to 550 new programs or episodes over this last decade plus on the radio with you. Now, this last year in particular has included mostly rebroadcasts of our earlier shows, and the shows we elected to run were emblematic of the wider list of topics we've discussed over the years. I'll talk about that a little more in a moment. But the shows included things like parenting, the value of college, caring for our vintage citizens, our seniors, the importance of sleep, faith in America, emotional intelligence, diabetes and other health issues, summertime pastimes, the art of dying, safeguarding your legacy by preparing your essential documents, and much, much more. There are a lot of topics, a lot of different things we've covered on the program And these were all in keeping with our half dozen or so topic buckets, I used to call them, or categories that we like to talk about over the years. These were the things that kind of made up the the central themes uh, in our program. The first was caregiving and relationships, certainly a big topic for us. Uh, It was one of the main inspirations for even doing the program in the beginning. But we also got into things like health and wellness, purpose and enrichment, another big topic for us here. Lifestyles and Transitions, Society and Culture, and Financial, Legal, and Insurance Matters. Now, of course, this show could have evolved along any one of those category lines. We could have spent a lot of time uh, just doing one of those things. But doing shows within all of those topics, uh, while ambitious, was a choice that was in part guided by you, when we had evidence that our show ideas were resonating with you and other listeners, and in part because the show's foundation focused on those key things that are important to most of us if we're going to have a well-lived latter life. Now, you can define what latter life means, but in our world, we were generally referring to the latter half or even the later years of our lives. As we said early on in our history, we found it fascinating that so much was made of the first 25 or so years of our lives, but not so much about the back 25 years of our lives. So think about it. In the first 25, you have all the becoming, our first steps, our first words, right? Going to school, getting our driver's licenses, maybe getting a job, starting our first serious relationships. We celebrate these things, these new accomplishments with photos and Facebook or Instagram updates or other kinds of recognition. They're important to our understanding of who we're becoming early in life. However, in examining what's happened in our culture over the years and what we've learned from our own personal relationships, many, many people 
really don't give much thought to the last 25 years of their lives. How are they going to spend their latter years from caring for aging parents, sometimes while still caring for kids, to having a purpose in life, especially after retirement, to investing in their health, really investing and not just letting health happen to you, to preparing themselves financially and a host of other things. You'll certainly find plenty of programs on this and other stations and platforms that talk about your financial health, mutual fund shows, investing, and so forth. Perhaps you get mailers regarding retirement planning and all that. Taking nothing away from those opportunities to learn, Gloria and I felt our mission for the latter half of your life, and especially your later years, was a bit broader. We wanted to talk about the other parts of change and aging, particularly in the area of caregiving and relationships. We used to kind of joke about the stuff that people probably really needed to share after they got past the small talk of their lives, but sadly, which most people never do. I mean, when is the last time you felt comfortable talking about a family member with Alzheimer's or about an addiction that was affecting your family or marital problems? When is the last time, if ever, that you and your spouse discussed issues for your last years? What do you want at your end? from wills and powers of attorney to letters of instruction about how you'd like to be remembered or where all the important stuff is. You know, do you want a funeral or cremation or do you want to be buried here or there? Those are serious things. But also, where are the keys to the shed? Where are the financial codes, you know, the, the passwords and all that kind of stuff? These are things that people kind of don't ever get around to. Not many people want to talk about these things or they're not comfortable when they do. But that was the heart of our mission. We wanted to get this stuff out in the open. And in fact, way back when, when this show was being vetted for broadcast, various people in radio management were a little concerned about how serious or dire or morbid, that was a big word, how morbid all our topics might be. Well, we were sensitive to those concerns, but our assurances were based on a firm knowledge that people, all of you, needed a place where you could feel comfortable listening and sharing and learning about some of these more serious topics. Of course, we didn't stop there. Gloria and I also tried to make this show inviting and fun along the way. There was no point in being serious all the time, and you helped us do that too, sometimes by calling in or writing to us or letting us know in person what you thought and how you appreciated the uniqueness of our program. Now, one other thing we wanted to share about how our show is different than many others you hear on the radio is this. It may come as a surprise to a lot of people, but we've never been in this for the money. Maybe we should have been. Anyone who knows somebody in broadcasting, of course, knows that most people aren't in it for the money. But what I mean here is that a lot of the programs you hear or see on this station and others are driven by the need to sell you something, goods and services and so on. And thus, those shows act as advertising vehicles in addition to conduits for providing expertise and information. There's nothing wrong with that. But for Gloria and I, that wasn't our mission. Perhaps, again, it should have been. We didn't really set out, though, by having a storefront or merchandise or consulting to sell. We set out to be, I guess, what might now be called influencers of a kind. We have always tried to be thought-provoking and informative while also being accessible and even entertaining. And only you can be the judge of whether we were successful in that regard. 
So why am I saying all this? Well, it's hard to be in this spot today because at the same time we're celebrating so many years with you through There is a Season, we are also mourning this day, the end of this program, at least on the radio. Due to emerging opportunities in other media and platforms, due also to local financial pressures in radio that impact our ability to continue this program, and other changes and challenges in our own lives, Gloria and I have recognized that our season with you, at least here on this station, needs to come to an end. Having said that, we are firmly of the mind that when one door closes, another opens, and that after a period of reflection and regrouping, we'll have an opportunity to greatly increase the reach of our message through other platforms. As a matter of fact, this has already been going on, as podcasts of our weekly shows have been distributed to all the major podcast platforms for years. So wherever you get your podcasts, that idea has applied also to there as a season, as it has for thousands of other show producers across the country and around the world. We're out there. What will change or needs to change will be the work we do to better promote access to those shows, their topics specifically, via search engines and so forth. That is, you can find a lot out on, under There is a Season show or maybe There is a Season with Bob and Gloria, but we're going to work harder to make sure you can find our topics even easier. Now, some of this in the short term, some of the staying in touch with us and our content can happen for you by accessing our website. There is a season show.com. That's www.thereisaseasonshow.com. A lot of our programs are out there. The site has been and will continue to be updated with more and easier to find content. Additionally, we very much encourage you to send us an email at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com to share your ideas about the show. Perhaps you have some reflections on past shows or things we could tackle in the future. Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com and our website are your connections to us as we reorganize when and where you'll be able to find us going forward. I'll be sharing those contact points again later in the program. Now, one other thing that helped usher us along in this decision to end the program on the radio was the decision to move us to a pre-recorded environment. That is, for Gloria and I, while we didn't always expect to have live interaction with callers on our program, maybe either because we feared some weeks that we were boring as heck, or perhaps because we envisioned listeners in rapt attention to our every word and therefore not calling, we didn't really expect callers, but we did get our fair share of calls, and we loved them. We loved speaking with listeners and hearing their take on things, their stories and challenges and wisdom and so much more. Of course, we loved hearing that we made a difference in the lives of people who caught the program. But all of that changed this past year when our program moved to a different time slot and live call-ins were no longer possible. Again, change is inevitable, especially in broadcast, and much is beyond our control. But please know that we very much valued each and every caller who participated in There is a Season over the past 13 years. Now, coming up next and later in the program, I'm going to talk about some of our best memories on this show and how and why we ever concocted this crazy program to begin with, plus a lot more. I want to thank you for listening today. We'll be right back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. 
Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season on our 13th anniversary. I'm Bob Wolf. Glorious away today. This is our last broadcast of this program, but we're not done with our mission. Kind of a bittersweet day having our last program but also celebrating 13 years. Nevertheless, we're looking forward. And you will find our programs in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our website, thereisaseasonshow.com, and soon on a number of other platforms. Also, always know that you can reach out to us anytime at bobandgloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. The origins of this program can be traced back to a period in my life and Gloria's life where we realized that in our personal and professional experiences, there were many people just going through things that didn't come with a playbook or instructions, just hard things in life. That didn't mean people were ignorant or incapable of solving the challenges of the latter half of life. But it did mean that there was still a lot of angst and suffering that deserved some new attention, some new insight. Of course, having a radio show wouldn't solve all of life's pain or conundrums. Some stuff is just hard, no matter what you know or don't know, or no matter what wisdom somebody else might share. You've got your road, you've got your load and your story. And as you know, life is hard. But we did think that it would be a good idea for people to have an opportunity to hear how other people were dealing with a lot of these same life challenges and to throw in whatever information and expertise we or our show guests could provide. So in talking with our friends and colleagues at Cox Media back then, Greg Bachman, Kathy Eagle, Tommy Collins, Nick Roberts, to name a few, and some others interested in our perspective and ideas, we fashioned our weekly program and launched it on September 10th, 2010. At the time, WHIO and Cox Media were still operating out of their Wilmington Avenue facility in Dayton, where they had been for decades, and where yours truly started his career in radio and television quite a few years ago. In fact, while neither Gloria nor myself are employees of WHIO, we're just fabulously talented hired radio guns. Way back then, I was a wet-behind-the-ears company employee and broadcaster on what was then WHIO-FM, or FM 99.1, easy listening, easy choice. Featuring Glenn Miller, Louis Armstrong, Nat King Cole, Herb Alpert, the Lex de Azevedo Singers, the Henry Mancini Orchestra, and a bunch of other greats you would never have found in my personal record collection at the time. Man, was I rocking it back then. But times change, like I said before. However, I loved radio, and I had since I was a kid. I was hooked on it. And getting that overnight gig at FM 99.1 at the time was amazing for me. And it led me, in the early morning hours to my one and only real encounter with the late, great Lou M., a Dayton radio icon 
for some 50 years. And I'm going to share my story of my encounter with Lou when we come back. Thanks for being here this morning. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to the only program of its kind in the nation, the one and only There is a Season show. The show that's all about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. My lovely and talented co-host Gloria is off today. We are celebrating our 13th anniversary of There is a Season. Having shared a tiny but important moment in the long history of the station that Governor Cox built way back when. Again, during the time we've been on this station, neither Gloria nor myself actually work here at the company, so I can't claim to belong to the radio lineage of this organization per se, or at least as a result of this program, there is a season. However, back in the day, I did work on the frequency that is the sister station to WHIO, that being FM 99.1. Only at that time, it wasn't the powerhouse country format that it has now been for decades. It was a different kind of powerhouse, pumping out easy-listening favorites from an earlier age. As I managed the reel-to-reel machines featuring Tony Bennett, Montavani, Liberace, Werner Müller, James Galway, and many others on that easy-listening, easy-choice format... I was doing a lot of work in the overnights, mainly on the weekends. I worked for Gary Calvert at the time, one of the best voices I'd ever heard in this business, and a really good guy. And one of the responsibilities us overnighters had was to switch the transmitter on the AM side for WHIO, which at that point just had an AM signal on 1290 and did not have the 95.7 frequency yet. Without getting too technical, this has a lot to do with radio signal patterns and the difference between daytime and nighttime transmitter power, and uh, it's so stations don't bleed into each other. Daily transmitter and antenna modifications go on to this day, but back then, there was a sequence of highly important button pushing to do in the early morning hours, just before morning drive, when the legend Lou M would come on the air. I remember seeing him through the glass window that separated the AM and FM studios and kind of being in awe. He had his coffee and his cigar, and you could just tell to an impressionable young broadcaster, producer like myself, he was the boss. Long story short, just as he was getting ready there on the other side, shuffling his papers and chatting with his producer and the news staff, I did my button-pushing thing reached up to the machine and started going click, click, click. And then seeing the volume meters suddenly go dead. That is, they were lying flat on the left side. These were analog, not digital machines for any radio geeks out there. It occurred to me that something very bad had taken place. Additional button pushing was not wise nor helpful, and it often isn't, you'll find out in life. And it soon dawned on me 
that I had just taken Dayton's leading radio station off the air. You can imagine my feeling of dread as the last precious minutes before the morning show ticked away. I, of course, playing the role of Captain Obvious, went into the AM studio to make my confession there in front of Lou M., the producers, news people, and others, and I stood in shock, wondering if I'd done broke it, broke the whole thing. Nobody got mad, nobody screamed and yelled, but the ultimate crushing moment for me happened soon after, as Lou M., stogie firmly in his jaw and with a phone now held to his ear, barked to the chief engineer the crude and pressing reality. I'm sure others have great quotes they remember from Lou M., but mine was extra special. Dayton's radio legend simply said, Ron, the FM boy has taken us off the air. Dread was replaced by humiliation. And luckily, as the grown-ups came in and got things going again, I made my quiet escape from the building. I could have chucked it all right then and there, but instead, I stayed in or around or in the service of broadcasting in some way for the rest of my career. It's quite a memory, as you can probably appreciate. Now then, other memories and specific to there as a season. I think Gloria would agree that our time with the Honor Flight organization was very special. We not only had them as studio guests a number of times, we actually got to serve as guardians for veterans on one of their trips to Washington, D.C., one of my best memories. We had many different guests on the program over the years, including John Thorndike, author of The Last of His Mind, detailing his time caring for his father, who had advanced Alzheimer's disease. We spoke with uh, Sheriff Phil Plummer on the program, with oncologist Dr. Charlie Bain, with Eric Van Vlyman of the Alzheimer's Association, with psychologist Steve Liptak, with Tim Beat and Kathy Campbell of the St. Mary's Development Corporation, also with Jim Spaulding and his colleagues at Medicare Planning of Dayton. All of them great guests with so much to share for our listeners. One of the most special moments for me personally was having Marianist brother and missionary Peter Dano on the program in 2014. Listening to him talk about his work in Malawi and the way God shaped his life made me feel like I was having the privilege of talking with a living saint. I'll certainly treasure that moment forever. I mentioned earlier all the great calls we had from listeners, some of them quite funny, others quite serious. It was amazing how people opened up and shared their tribulations and insights with us and with the wider audience. We certainly hope all those calls helped to lift the spirits of everyone listening and to give them hope in their own journeys and as they dealt with challenges that were similar. Gloria and I also had our share of odd or unexpected broadcasting hiccups and other occurrences from technical problems. One was so bad, I think we ended up doing a 20-minute show once. Just kind of came in, couldn't get anything to work, and, you know, we eventually knocked out what little time we had. We had to compress our show down a whole lot, I remember. We also did one where we raced in at the very last moment, shame on us, the traffic and everything else got in our way. We were switching on the microphones and winging it. 
um, at the last possible second. Uh, we had weather interruptions, of course. That's uh, fairly common in, in radio. We had a few odd calls that we needed to nix pretty quickly. Uh, we had our coughing attacks and other things that are just part of doing live radio. Uh, it kind of makes it fun, somewhat energized. At the time, you're kind of in crisis mode, and it doesn't seem so fun, but it wasn't so bad now in hindsight. Another special thing was that Gloria also did a live show from her hospital bed while she was being treated for cancer years ago. Uh, incredible to think about it right now. I thank God for that opportunity and other moments that made up our history on the program. Following the upheaval of 2020, both as a result of COVID and the riots occurring nationally at the time, the show did shift for a while to a lot of newsier or topical subjects. It was hard not to look at many of our core topics outside of the lens of COVID at the time, particularly, though we've never really intended to be another political or opinion show. For whatever it's worth, and for the record, our show has historically been conservative and traditional. We used to talk about Mayberry RFD in the early days. And this is regardless of political parties and famous people, famous politicians and all of that stuff. Uh, we, we made it clear, I think, in many shows that we're pro-life, pro-family. We believe marriage is between one man and one woman. That race is important, but not the most important thing in our culture, nor is gender or who you sleep with. We believe the country is ailing from a spiritual crisis and that the less relevant God has become, the more apparent that the secular culture is unraveling. We believe that there is much to retain from our elders. That's a true conservative theme. And we also believe that there's much to remember about those who have already fought or at least engaged some of our great spiritual, social, cultural, and political battles in this age and in previous times. The world, as my dad used to say, the world did not begin last Tuesday. And those adhering to that quote-unquote faith, you know, the world beginning last Tuesday, or that the highest value is myself, my wants, and my perceptions, are obviously incredibly mistaken. Life is about sacrifice. Life is about justice and fighting for the innocent. It's also about virtue, not just unfettered freedom. It's about commitments, constancy, and love. These are ultimately the things that tie together families, societies, and nations. And believe it or not, some values are better than others. They're not all equal or morally equivalent. Principles guide a well-lived life. And we hope, amidst all of the technical things that we've shared on the program, that these ideas have also come through. Would you like to share your thoughts? You can write to us at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. This is our last broadcast on this station, but we're not going away. We're just moving to other platforms. In the meantime, check out our website at www.thereisaseasonshow.com and send us an email with any of your thoughts. We'll be back with some final thoughts right after this.
It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. If this is your first show with us, well, then I hope you do take us up on our invitation to get in touch with us through our website, thereisaseasonshow.com, or by emailing us at bobandgloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. Why? Well, for a variety of reasons, some of them beyond our control, this is our last broadcast of the program. We will emerge in other ways and other platforms in the future, but we will not be here with you on the station starting next week. Now then, in the time remaining, I have some words of thanks. I mentioned earlier some key people who helped us get the show going here on WHIO. In addition, I'd like to thank Chris in programming, plus our long line of terrific producers. Thank you all for your help over the years. There is a line of people too long to mention, but we couldn't have done it without you. Thanks, too, to WHIO and the Cox Media Group for greenlighting the show 13 years ago and letting us drive the car for an hour each week. Thank you to all our guests over the years who brought their own technical expertise and insights to our subject matter. While Gloria and I did our best to handle a broad range of content, it was certainly appropriate and much appreciated to have real experts on these individual subjects on the program. Thank you to our families who supported us all these years, offering their insights, their time, to allow us to work on this program. And if we wanted it, and sometimes even if we didn't, they gave us direct feedback on the shows, which is always great to hear when you first come in the door. Thank you to each and every listener we had on this program. I used to joke with Gloria about the 17 or 18 of you who joined us each week, but I know there were many more who regularly or occasionally tuned in, even if it was only for a portion of the program. Your loyalty made the show possible, and you sustained us all these years. And of course, I want to personally thank the Glorier, my co-host and research director, post-show counselor, and dear, dear friend. I had my share of shows flying solo on There as a Season, but it was never quite the same as when Gloria was there across from me, thoughtfully weighing in on virtually everything, and other times giving me that look like, Bob, where are you going with this? I got nothing. That's always a special look. We collaborated. We sometimes fought like siblings. We inspired each other. We got through hundreds and hundreds of hours preparing and broadcasting these shows to you. And that's saying something. Gloria, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And so it is at last time to go, for now at least. We hope we can connect with you in the future. Thank you for walking along with us all these years. We sincerely hope you found some useful information and inspiration and came to realize you're never alone. There are people like you going through similar challenges every day. We hope to at least have shined a light on how we can all live more fulfilling, purposeful lives, no matter what season we're in. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk, 
Have a blessed week. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.